We're Michael and Amy, your couples connection coaches. Our mission is to help couples thrive using a conscious and holistic approach. This podcast is for couples and singles who want to unlock their relationship potential and reconnect on a deeper, more meaningful soul level. We share insights, client breakthroughs and personal stories to help move your relationship from surviving to thriving. Welcome to another episode of Thrive Again, your relationship podcast. It's Michael and Amy here, and this is a holiday edition. Mm, This is uh, something that we thought might be very helpful at this time of year. Yes, high levels of value here. We're going to keep this short, sharp and punchy, but we want to introduce some ways in which you can partner through pressure, particularly through the holiday period. Yeah, I think that this is something that we've experienced and we thought, thought that it was really important to share with our listeners to take away and, and maybe um, encourage you to, to use some of these tips that we'll be sharing with you to help you in this hectic holiday season. Yes, and holidays. I mean, we're in it now and we're experiencing some of the challenges already because we are continuing to work and our kids are home mm. and that in itself is a change in dynamic but that's one part of the story for some couples that might be listening uh, that's a shift in dynamic in itself you know mm. when the kids are not at school and the routine's a bit out and maybe you still need to work or maybe you need to juggle you know picking them up or there's some changes there but there's also some other types of dynamic changes which are very obvious that come into play when we're talking about the holiday season hey yeah of course there's so much extra stress around this time of year financial stress Mm. you know all the the extra stuff with holidays and presents and um, then there's also the family pressure of the people coming to visit or you're going to visit them Um, there's Christmas parties there's you know so much going on at this time of years which causes so much extra pressure on on a relationship and that extra pressure can actually really bubble up and we're often uh, your partner is going to be the person who's going to cop a lot of that extra stress and pressure. So we thought that this is going to be a really important episode to share at this time because what we want you to remember is you guys are a team. You know, even after all this stress and pressure and um, holidays and family, you're going to come back to your partner. You're going to be with your partner ultimately. So we want you to maybe fortify the relationship or at least prepare yourselves for situations that you might get into that um, will impact the relationship long term potentially. Yeah, for sure. Throw in the mix like during these holidays and it may be relevant for you. It certainly was for us, but you throw in uncles, aunties, Mm. grandparents, cousins, um, extended kind of step sort of mothers and fathers and things like that and 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 these people that we don't even speak to for most of the year all of a sudden we're in the same space as them mm. so it does it throws us into like a, a washing machine of um of madness sometimes mm. so um, i wanted to firstly start with just speaking into our experience really briefly into what has been our biggest friction points in holidays mm. 
Yeah, I feel like um, within myself, just firstly, I, I do, I get a, I get stressed out. Like um, things really start to stress me out a lot more than I would and um, probably a lot of expectation on myself to have things a certain way and have all the presents bought and, and the food thought about and like all of those things, I guess, that I drop into as a mother um, that, that, you know, influence the way I show up and how I am in you know, with my relationship and my kids even. So yeah, that, that in myself is, is a big thing that I noticed. But I think for us in, in um, what usually happens when we're around family is we start to kind of get quite disconnected. Like you, you seem to do your thing, I do my thing. And we're kind of these two individuals um, really working separately over this time because we've got other people that we need to kind of prioritize or we try and please our friends mm. or family that are visiting at the time. So that, that, that's a really um, noticeable thing for me in our relationship anyway. Yeah, and, I, and that plays into my desire to please everybody and yours too. Mm. And at the end of it all, like once the Christmas tree's packed away and all the lights come down and everyone's gone home, we're left with just us yeah, right? Yeah, at the yeah. end of it. So mm. if we can look after each other through this period, that's really the most important thing. And And yeah, so definitely that disconnect that happens, it's very apparent. And for me, look, I I think there's times when I I probably let you down repeatedly with me being in my own world and not being so attentive to some of the other um, areas within the household that are kind of needing attention and for you and Mm. and you requiring attention. and, And sometimes I think I wasn't turning up um in the past in the way that i have more recently Mm. yeah and uh Mm -hmm. and i think that you know some of the things there and the challenges are to do with me needing to to please everybody and me needing to be there for everybody but at the same time i'm just taking our relationship for granted Mm. you know Mm. in that in that time yeah for sure i think we've been on a big journey with this because you know rewind five or six years ago and it definitely was a different dynamic when we would go to family or you know Christmas occasions um and yeah I I I would I would actually really struggle with you I would find it very difficult to um find any type of connection because I would be stuck in my own perception of what you should be doing and therefore I would just get frustrated and angry and and probably felt a bit of um like you said let down that you weren't taking things seriously like I was because you're quite relaxed and I need to have things you know organized and in order so it was um yeah it it caused it caused a lot of frustration inside me when this is supposed to be a time of happiness and connection and fun and lightness it was kind of like oh you just annoyed the heck out of me it was frustrating yeah yeah um likewise you know so i was troubled by there was a dynamic that i have spoken about maybe in the past where it's almost like you it's like you you get on this pedestal when you're around your family and this is in the past you don't do it now but you used to Mm. and it's like you had to fulfill some sort of role where you were in charge and you had things organized and you needed to show that (laughs) and part of that role that you constructed in your mind i believe involved 
kind of being demeaning, demanding, overpowering. Sometimes um, you would come from a place of contempt in the way that you would address how I'm not doing things. And so that would just then further distance me from wanting to um, engage with you. And then that would further divide us. And then when conflict actually happened, when you told me, you know, to do something or I'm not doing enough of something, then what would happen is I would become defensive or I'd just withdraw. Mm-mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I can understand that too. Like I can get that that is um, the reality of what happened because it kept cycling through that. That's, mm. how, that's all we knew because that's what we do. Like when yeah. I, I'm around family, I want to be able to, um, you know, ensure that I've got the best facade that our family's all together and we've got it all um, under control and everything flows nicely. And And then I realized that, hang on, actually – this is only upsetting me and our relationship and there needs to be a different way and a better way. And I think it wasn't until like last year or the year before that I was able to actually express to you that this is how I, my experience is when I f- visit family, I get, well, you know, even when I'm with your family or you're with me, I get this extra pressure and tension mm. that causes this anxiety in me and I need to kind of overcompensate for everything that I do. So that understanding and then I could share that with you was the game changer for us, mm. especially in those times of stress. And we needed to kind of pull together and be a team as opposed to two separates who would just kind of get our back up each other, at each other. And I would be contemptuous to you and you'd be defensive mm. to me and then you'd, you'd, you'd leave me and I'd have the kids and everything. And I felt very um, isolated and lonely yeah. and, and angry, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a kind of a, a real um, cycle that we were stuck in and, and I didn't know how to break out of it because I thought this is just how it is. This is just what life's like when we're with family. Yeah, you know? that's right. Mm. Well, that brings up the first tip that we want to offer you guys because this absolutely transformed the way in which we experience holidays together. Mm. So, um, Amy and I had a preemptive chat before everybody came, before the pressure started, before the pressure cooker was ignited Mm. and we were in the midst of it all. So this is something that we would love for you guys to try before you're in it. Yeah. So it's a the preemptive talk is an opportunity for you to speak about what my worries and my concerns are before they've even happened. So we're actually giving each other the space and permission to speak up about, hey, what are you worried about? What are you, you know, uh, is there something that you kind of need me to support you with more through this next few days or weeks? And if we can ask that, then we offer the platform for our partner to speak up about what we're kind of concerned, what am I anxious about? Mm. And what happened with us was that you were able to voice, hey, when your family's here, um, sometimes I feel like you just disappear and you're always kind of with them and sometimes you're not attentive to the food side of things. Um, It really gets me anxious. It gets me kind of worried um, about that I've got it all on my shoulders and I can't relax. So you notice the, the words that she was using was, I feel this and I am stressed about that and this gives me anxiety. So that's the kind of language that you should be communicating this. Mm, in. Mm. Hey, listeners. I just thought I'd jump on here really quickly to share something with you that is super special. Are you struggling to find time with each other in your relationship? 
Juggling kids, work, and feeling the weight of staleness can sometimes take over. And we see the frustration and desire for connection and how by not taking action, it leads to the same experience cycling over and over. Now, envision an eight-week relationship reboot, which is just 30 to 60 minutes a week that can transform the whole thing, addressing the intimacy gap, rekindling romance, and improving connection and communication. You'll be able to tap into shared dreams and envision a vibrant future together. This is for couples desperate to prevent further drift while committing to a bright future together. Couples who are short on time but desire a thriving relationship. What's involved? Weekly 30-minute live sessions with us. Weekly 30-minute Q&As on top of that to address your specific concerns for that week. And we're also going to record the sessions in case you miss a week here or there. As a special gift for you being one of our listeners, we want to offer you 100 bucks off this powerful program. So if you want to move out of staleness and reboot your relationship in 2024, we're running our first intake in February. So use the code word THRIVE AGAIN to access this discount. Just visit michaelandamy.com.au forward slash reboot. Yeah, definitely. That was a real, really big breaking or turning point for us because I wasn't able to do that until then because I guess I didn't understand what it was that um, I was experiencing until I could kind of voice it and express it. So yeah, that that's a really good key takeaway from this conversation to the listeners is share that, share that and speak it and talk about it. And, and you know, it's really important that both of you are clear. Like actually, this is how you behave when family or friends come and this is how you behave. So can we please, you know, try to to see each other's sides here and perspectives and and work together ultimately? Yeah, work we're together. A team. Yeah. yeah. So teamwork, yeah. teamwork's key. This is yeah. where the team's falling down. I'm yeah. seeing, and I need you to support me here. And so if we can have that chat when you're not flooded, when mm. you, you you know when you're not stressed out, that's going to set you up for success. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't yeah, do that. Go yep. and do that. Go and do it. <laughs> do it now. Yeah. Have that conversation because it's not going to be long when this get episodes gets released. I'm sure mm. there's some, um, you know, weeks before you guys are going to be probably catching up in these situations. So, yeah. All right. What's the next one? What do you, what's another option or another way that we can kind of get better at, at reducing the stress in, in this time of year? Yeah. So, Dr. John Gottman speaks about softening your startup. And when we talk about a soft startup, it's in opposition to a harsh startup. And an example might like this might be, maybe I would disappear, uh, you know, as part of the plan with, I don't know, maybe some family members and we go to a cafe and I come back a bit late. Now, a, a harsh startup would be something like, you said you'd be home on time like from the cafe. So could you for once do something on time? You're never on time. That's a harsh way of obviously getting the message across. It comes across as criticism. It's likely that if you spoke to me like that, I would come back with some sort of defense Mm. because I want to defend my position. And so I would come up with some reasons. Some of them may be valid. Um, some of them may not, mm. but either way, I'm not focused on your hurt. 
Mm. I'm actually focused on me and the the attack that I just experienced. Yeah, but I guess underneath that is pain. You know, that's the pain of like... Uh, I need you home. I needed, mm. you know, we had this plan. I had this planned in my head, and I, you weren't here for that. So yeah, even though you are hurt, there is a different way that you can express that um, to your partner without having the uh, end result flare up in mm. conflict. Yeah. yeah, and you know, maybe a soft, a softer startup would be, hey, you know, I love it when you can get back on time. It, you know, it's really important to me, and and um and, and you know about the anxiety that I experience, you know, when I'm with the kids for an extended period of time. So if we agree on a time when you're back, is it okay if you can uh, make sure that you're back then? Yeah. That yeah. that's kind of a little bit of a softer startup and a way of um still inducing some respect uh, within the conversation, but addressing yeah. the issue and and just also. Also infusing into it the importance of it because this causes me anxiety. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just about you. It's it's actually like me. Like, I'm, can you help me? Can you relieve me of this pressure and pain, please? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's also like having the maturity of understanding what the deeper thing is as opposed to just the surface layer of the mm. anxiety or stress or just barking something, you know, it's like reflective of like actually this is causing me pain here could you help me with mm, this you yeah. know uh and and that that takes practice but yes there's it's nice to recognize there is two ways to do this right there's two different ways that you can approach um you know a criticism or a you know a, a way to express your thoughts and feelings yeah cool and yeah. the last one is we've got a tip um that is really important but this is through the actual moments that you're in it through mm. the moments of stress and tension and chaos and the financial issues and the going to the shops and coming back and then also not having you know the capacity to please everybody and yeah, in the midst of it all, what can we do? Yeah, so I think this is really important because, like you said, we, we can be so disconnected. So this is kind of creating that connection, those quick little things that you can do during those times, like you mentioned, um, that don't take long. It could just be like an extended hug, like just hold each other just to realize that, hang on, you're, you're still together. It's still You're still here to support each other and you're not – um, creating that divide so maybe like a 30 second to a minute hug just connecting or it could be a simple little check-in just hey in the mornings when you wake up just say hey how are you going like mm. you know how's how are you feeling like what's coming up for you because of course you've also got all of the the history with your family too that that can stir up emotions inside of you so it's nice to actually be able to have that quick check-in doesn't have to be long just to know that you're there. I've got your back. I'm, I'm supporting you here. And, you know, a 30-second a minute hug is great. Uh, but even something as simple as a glance across the room to your partner, maybe even giving them a cheeky smile or a wink to sort of message to them, hey, I got you. Mm. Like, we're in this together and you're my priority. Mm. Over all these people here, I'm with you and we're working together. Mm. And I think just... Um, the the simplest of actions um, can make such a profound effect to settle both of us in, in our nervous systems to know that okay cool she's got my back yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah it's I beautiful. see you yeah. yeah so I think that's our three little tips to yeah. be able to kind of reduce the stress through that holiday period so you are able to connect and, and still have that solid foundation that you um, 
you desire. Um, so yeah, I hope that has that has helped you and uh, has brought a little bit of um, uh, awareness to the stuff that does happen. And we go, we know it, we get it. Mm. We see couples in this situation at Christmas time. So um, we hope that this helps. Yeah, for sure. And I'd love if you guys could give us a review, um, you know, through this, the, you know, the podcast channel that you're actually listening through. Um, I know that we've had some great, amazing reviews and um, and it's really important to us to keep this podcast going and to keep you guys thriving. We want to continue to offer free content in 2024 and uh, we look forward to, you know, you guys coming on the journey with us. We've got some really exciting projects and, and mm. things for you guys to jump into as well. So we're super excited about developing those. And if you know of a couple that might um, benefit from listening to this before the crazy season starts, flick it to them, share mm. it with them on your favorite podcast um, app, whatever that is, Apple or Spotify. But yeah, it'd be fun to get this out um, to help everyone have a very Merry Christmas this year. Amazing, guys. <laughs> you enjoy the holiday season. Uh, we're going to catch you in a couple more weeks anyway. But, um, but yeah, have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you're at. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.